I was going to say. Why is that so funny to me? Do you remember? I mean, of course you do. Mm-hmm. From like 2015, Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay? Yeah, of course. Have you listened to that song in a long time? No. <laughs> Something <laughs> on my like YouTube algorithm like put it as like the next song playing after a video finish. Yeah. And like, I want everyone to go back and like actually listen to it because the only thing in the cultural memory is watch me whip, watch me nay nay. Yeah. But like the rest of the way that that guy's voice sounds, Silento, is crazy. What are the other words? He's like, in his like backing vocals over the main part are him being like, what am I doing? <laughs> he sounds insane. And I really don't think that like we as a culture have reckoned deeply enough with the way that his voice sounds throughout that. Maybe we weren't prepared. For- I think we weren't. It and was like, before it's time. I just remember so clearly, like there's so many moments where... <laughs> <laughs> knock knock <laughs> tap tap like that's guru calling it's, yeah it's it's our it's our little guru <laughs> well actually i mean just as a quick little tangent so today i didn't have time to go to lassen's and grab our gurus it's okay babe we moved and on it's- maddie said oh don't you fucking worry opened up her little fridge Two intact gurus. Ice cold, by the way. <laughs> uh, we never drink them this cold. We never drink them this cold. Direct from the fridge. And you know what I said? When God closes the door, he opens a window. And that's on period. To, to. He opened a fridge. Mm-hmm. Babe, how are you? I'm so excited to be potting. Me? Fucking too. It's been way too long since we potted. I know. And I mean, like, I feel like last week we did the right thing. Yeah. And we took a little hiatus to really make that video, our video promo pop. Because that was too fun to be real. That video promo, shout out to fucking Jess Caliero. Like, so talented. Round of applause. So, and that was truly a collaborative effort. Yeah. Because we on set. Yeah. You know, you and I had chitty chatted. We had totally. talked with her about some perfume ads that we loved. I sent her a mood board. She's got the mood board. Yeah. On set, we talked about some David Lynch references. We pivoted mm-hmm. a little. We talked about some different ads. You recorded that vocal track, sent it to her, and yep. our girl went to town. Literally, that was the first like edit pass that we received. So iconic. It was like no notes. No notes. Literally no notes. She just hit it. like period hit it out of the park. So round of applause, kudos. But yeah, I'm honestly I've been missing missing the grind. Me too. <laughs> because we the last one we actually recorded was with Casey. And so and the one before that had been voicemails. So it felt like there was another person in the room. Oh my God. And, and then before Sam. that was Sam. So we haven't done just like back to basics, Christina Aguilera style potting since <laughs> in like a month. Naked. Naked. <laughs> yeah. No, stripped. Stripped. Fully stripped. Yeah. Dirty stripped. Dirty. Back to basics. We're really running through the gamut of all the Christina Aguilera albums. The whole album cycle. Oh my god. Someone was saying that um someone said that one of the, our talented singers should do Come On Over Baby at the Country Review. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like it's not a country song, but I would love to hear the country interpretation. I listened to it recently. It's it's just not good. <laughs> You're like, not only is it not country, it's also not good. <laughs> Simply not yeah. good. Extra added bonus. Um Babe, I feel like I haven't, I've been like, I've been like working and stuff. I know. Both of us have been like working gals. Yeah. So I haven't like seen anything or done any, I mean, I've like been hanging, but like I haven't like seen a film, read a book, listened to a song. So I know that you've been experiencing culture, which I've only read about in books. So, well, so, and you haven't even read those books because the books are culture too. I've seen the TikToks about the books. (laughs) You've just seen like shadows on the cave wall <laughs> where you've been living your out your days, just uh, foraging for berries. Girl, I wait. The berries come to me. Right. I right, wait right, right. in the cave. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's um, the work of the other villagers. Um, but that's the feminine mystique. <laughs> that's what they call the feminine mystique, honey. But so, um, yeah, I have been kind of, like in and out of feeling kind of like sick and under the weather. So that, what that means for me is every time that that happens, I get into my fucking cinephile bag. I'm so obsessed with that. That's so yeah. cute. Everyone go follow my, my letterbox. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to follow you on letterbox. Yeah. I, when I had, um, like strep throat or something earlier this year. So Part of my lore and my my personal feminine mystique is that I get sick like once a month. Yeah. I get sick like way more than the average person. Well, you're so frail. I'm little. <laughs> so thin. Of course. Uh, the wind just uh, <laughs> blows right through me. So how could I not? But like um, while I was convalescing last time, I made a letterbox account and I like insanely went through and like selected 600 movies I've watched. Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Do you fear that when you get sick, you have an STD? Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, specifically this time because the illness has been centered in my throat and otherwise I'm not feeling that bad. I'm like, good, good, good. So it's either COVID or gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. But it's neither. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm feeling excellent. Um, so yeah, so this go round of feeling sick, I watched, let me just run through, let's see, I watched the end of Mamma Mia 2, iconic, I watched, um, Suspiria, my favorite movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the bell when you say one I've seen. Okay. Well, I started, we started watching Suspiria together and. (laughs) That's like a Demi ding. Cause you actually, you kidnapped me. I did. You got me drunk. I did. You Put an edible down my throat and you said, don't move. Yeah. And then you, you made me watch and the like, silliest movie. At the bone crunching scene, you were like, I'm good. We're, we're done. Go we're going to have to. Chloe, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> I think that's enough. Um, so Suspiria, the, the newer version, which we love, but it is a mess. Yeah. And then I watched Atonement for the first time. Have you seen no that? one's that. Kira Knightley, little baby Sorsha Ronan. What's it center around? It's like a period piece, like British, uh, like pre World War II, where Kira Knightley's like having an affair with a mm-hmm. with James McAvoy. Okay, 
Yeah. He's like a lower but cast. But what's crazy about that movie is the like prominent role that the word cunt plays in that movie, which I had no idea about. Yeah. Basically, can I just give a little spoilie? It's fine with me, but (laughs) like, yeah, this is your chance to scroll forward in the episode. So essentially what goes on in the beginning, trigger warning, the word cunt. So James McAvoy is like, I don't know, works. It's kind of unclear to me that he works for this like rich family, whatever, Kira Knightley and Saoirse Ronan are the two daughters um, and Kira's like hot and sexy and he's obsessed with her. And so he like, they have this little moment and then he writes her a letter and he's writing drafts of his letter. And one of them that he commits to paper <laughs> is like, I want to lick your wet cunt oh my. or something. Or like, I want to worship your wet cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wet cunt alert. <laughs> well, so and then, every time I get aroused when we're recording, <laughs> that alarm goes off. <laughs> yeah, it's like I didn't set a timer, actually, by the way. Um, so wow. then, so he writes, I want to lick your wet cunt or something. And then he like has his other letter that's like, you're the, you, you haunt my dreams. <laughs> and then he, hands a letter to Sorsha Ronan to deliver to Kira Knightley. And then of course it's the wet cunt letter <laughs> and she oh, opens it and wait, reads so, it. So in the film it's ambiguous. You're just like, Oh bitch, don't give her the wet cunt letter. Yeah. Like give her. And then the... of course it was the wet cunt letter. Did he select the wet cunt letter? Letter? No, by accident. Mistake, by mistake, mistake, mistake. Oh, so and you he... see his face. Like he's like, Ooh, so he <laughs> scooped and gagged. So he was like doing kind of like porn for himself and maybe like it's that text that you mean to Girl, delete. Yes. Okay. The fact Got that he you. typed that out on a typewriter and the scene is him looking like really satisfied with himself. He's like, ha ha. Oh, it's a typewriter. <laughs> it's not a typewriter. He didn't even go quill. No quill. How impersonal. <laughs> I know, but like the fact that you see on screen in huge type, <laughs> the word cunt getting typed out with a typewriter. I'm, I think wet cunt is where I kind of fell off cunt the ride. Is like really funny. But so then it's like the rest of this movie has this whole other plot and like lots of other shit happens and it's really sad and like really like Well, let me guess why it's sad. Well, they can't be together. Yeah, but <laughs> see, I thought it was literally going to be just that, like, oh, the daughter saw the wet cunt letter, and she's like, "Mommy, he's a pervert." And then, like, he, that's he, all, and you, then they're like, mm. "I thought that that was going to be it." You thought that was going to be the only drama in the film, Chloe? Well, no, I thought that that was going to be what a keeps typo. Them, I thought that that was going to be what keeps them apart, but what it actually ends up being is something a lot worse, which I will not spoil. So, but yeah, atonement. <laughs> atonement sounds wild. Atonement is wild. So, but the, the fact basically it ends with this like thing of Kira Knightley and James McAvoy like on the beach, and it's like kind of like how they imagined that like in a perfect world they would be living their lives. And I just like kept thinking about like I'm like that guy sent you a letter that was like I want to lick your wet cunt. <laughs> like I'm obsessed with that. You're obsessed that that was her dream, man. Yeah, I know. 
Like and then and then it's like ending with them like wearing sweaters on the beach in like Cornwall or something. <laughs> You're like, it's Go funny. Off. Like I've probably seen that movie. Yeah. This is the real God's honest truth about me. I can't deal with a period piece. Well, then that probably is not going to go on the watch list. Especially one set in the United Kingdom. Yeah. I have n- I can't understand the accents. Yeah. And I just don't feel like there's a stake in the ground that I can latch on to. Personally, I love a period piece. So like so many people do. And it's kind of like the most. Can't relate. No. And it's almost like embarrassingly heterosexual of me or something Mm. to not be able to handle a period piece. That's interesting. I mean, you would think it would be not that way because it's like history is so not gay. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's just like so gay guy to be obsessed with like a British like. Totally. I mean, like also I say history is not gay and that's. Very untrue. Mm, well, Stonewall. <laughs> Don't forget about Harvey Milk, <laughs> Mama. Um, no, but like, wait, sorry, just to digress no, for yeah, a please, second. Please, what perfume do you think Harvey Milk wore? <laughs> I think he wore. Did it have lactonic? Milk. I was going to say, <laughs> did it have lactonic? No, it's- yeah. Do you know that perfume by? Um, I think the brand is like Commodity or something. Mm-mm. Milk. Literally, I have it. I own it. I've been wanting to talk about it at some point. There's a fragrance by Chabot that's called Le Concentré that's like giving baby bottle. I think there's a couple of fragrances literally named milk. I think there's a dead cool fragrance named milk also. One day we will debunk dead Dead cool. cool. I know. I actually got my hands on a tiny sample set that someone showed to me. I smelled them all really quickly. Nothing like jumped out at me, but it's hard in that context when you have like five minutes to go through something. It's like, I wasn't ready to do a full smell through. One day we will go to Sephora and do a full haul of like all of those brands that I think of in the same, like, like commodity, this brand that has their milk is also one of the Sephora brands. Are they a dupe brand? Like an alt? No, they're not at all. No, it's like an original thing. So they have their milk. They have a couple of other ones. They have one called Book that people really like. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I just kind of feel like there was this, like, uprising of these little, more independent brands that all then sell out of Sephora that, like, TikTok is obsessed with. Like, I always see these brands recommended on TikTok. Okay. So we have to go. So it's like those, like, it's like, it's like, Dead cool commodity Fleur that brand. Mm. Um, what's that one? Ellis. Is it Fleur or Plur? What I think it's Fleur because it's P H. <laughs> like Finney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Similar to your last name. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> See, Maddie, in the English language, uh, P H sound are actually sounds like an F. <laughs> Don't know if you knew that. I, um, my late father used to, at the grocery store whenever, because you would have to like look up your name to look up your account or whatever in the eighties. And whenever he was spelling Finney, he would say it's P H I like Philadelphia. Love that. Just like pops. You're going to confuse everyone more. We love that. There's no L there. It's just a completely different word with way more syllables. Yeah. My dad used to say whenever he was spelling out our last name on the phone, he always used to be like, V as in victory. 
<laughs> oh wait, I love victory. Yeah, not Victor. Not Victor. Victory. Yeah. Amazing. It's like very, very mask of my dad. <laughs> mm. Speaking of masculine men. Yeah. Should we talk about perfume? Sure. <laughs> what a what a novel idea, babe. So actually we're talking about something that's very um Well, I never I didn't finish my movie haul, but <laughs> Oh my god! This is the first time I've ever interrupted you while we've been talking. I know, and yet vice versa, I interrupt you all the time. Oh girl, please, I interrupt your ass all the time no. too. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you want to talk about more? Movies? Yeah, you're like, are you fucking done, bitch? Um. Well, I'll just run through the rest of them quickly. Yeah, let's hear. Let's hear the list, and I'll ding. I'll ding the bell for the ones I've seen. Yeah. Well, so then after Atonement, I watched. The piano teacher. Oh, which you were, and so that's with. really the key, crucial one that I need to talk I about. Know. I really need to watch it. Yeah, I, I like. Well, this can be like literally just like part one of me just like introducing that it's a very important text in the you know like oeuvre. Okay. Of homework culture. to our listeners, homework for and our listeners. to me, and to you. So we need to go watch it yeah. so that we can actually be caught up for the next 12 episodes because they're going to be centered All around the centered. piano teacher. <laughs> yeah, next season of Nose Candy, <laughs> the piano teacher season, mama. But like, um, it really radically like rewired my brain. I'm so excited it's to watch. so fucking good. Okay, but if I watch the piano teacher, you have to watch Elle. Yeah, I mean, that is homework I will gladly take okay, on. But so, yeah, The Piano Teacher, though, is, like, truly a masterpiece of a movie. Okay, go watch that. Go watch it. Go watch it. But the main, a big takeaway that I got from it is that I'm like, oh, my God, I absolutely need to start dressing like this bitch. So does she do a lot of tube tops? No. Mm. No. Tube top is out of her. So... I feel like I, I've been in a bunch of different, like, um, throughout this year, I've had my own style eras. So, like, at the beginning of this year, I was really, do, like, leaning hard into, like, super 80s, like, power, you know, colors and power suiting and stuff. Then I went to see the Mugler show, and I was like, oh, I'm the Mugler woman. That's my fucking tea. That's all, what I'm about. Then over the summer, it's been tube girl summer. And then now I'm like piano teacher fall. Um, <laughs> sounds crispy. Yeah. Crispy, crispy, crispy. I'm still, I'm not dressed like that today, but like, just you wait. I'm going to. Oh I'm, my God, baby, you look so cute today. Thank you, babe. I love the color story. So yeah, I'm wearing a little brown tube dress and brown tights that match the tube dress pretty much exactly. So cute. So it's like a, like, like a brown highlighter. If you were going to highlight things in brown. Um, it's kind of like the, um, you know that song Addicted to Love mm-hmm. and the music video where they're all wearing like the black tights and the black mini dresses? Period. It's kind of giving. Period. Kind of giving. Kind of giving a little bit. So um, we're talking about something that is really powerful, sad, um, scary, uh-huh. and I think brave. Yeah. And that's regrets. Yeah. So this episode... We've decided to delve into the the muddy waters of regrets. And like this was something we talked about a bunch before we got started today, which which was that like we don't like to be negative. Like 
on the whole, we prefer to be enthusiasts and, you know, if we don't have something nice to say, we don't say it at all. Which, by the way, babe, was never anything we discussed. It just no. kind of felt like that's how the pod evolved. That's how you and I feel about perfume yeah. and what would be the point. Well, I, that's just genuinely organically how I do feel about perfume. Yeah, 100%. Like, most compositions that make their way to the market, I'm kind of like, there is a customer for that. You and I talk about this all the time. I will compliment anyone mm-hmm. if I can smell their perfume, whether I like quote, yeah, like it or not. And the other thing too, is that like, so within my own perfume collection, mm. I have some things that like I'm obsessed with. Yeah. On a certain day, I spray it on and I say, no, 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 Well, no. that's like what's interesting. I, I wanted to ask you about this because the ones that are no, 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 for me, I have recently gotten to a place where I'm like, I just want to own this perfume I wanted in the collection. Exactly. I kind of feel the same, honestly. So yesterday, I didn't tell you this, I purchased an FB. Oh, good. I purchased an FB of the original Come Des Garcons that we talked about on the pod. Uh-huh. I'm not going to call it a regret. Uh-huh. But how are you feeling about it? It's so strange, girl. It's such a bizarre perfume. When we talked about it before, we talked about it being kind of like... Holiday. Yeah. Very clovey. It dries down to something that feels kind of medicinal, like an ointment. Yeah. It's really strange. It doesn't particularly smell good, but it's a, a beautiful fragrance and really well composed. And it was clearly at the time revolutionary. Yeah. Um, I, I love the perfume. Do I want to smell like it? That's the question. Mm. So when I purchased it yesterday, I did my full like, like 15 sprays mm-hmm. and the dry down, Chloe, I've never experienced something like this. The dry down smells like dried saliva. Oh, shit. Which, you can imagine, iconic. Amazing. It's the type of thing where I'm like, listen, what was the fragrance? It was $105, which first of all, just fucking go buy it because that's a great deal. Bang for your buck. That's a great deal for an iconic perfume. But it's $105 and I'm just like, am I going and spending $105 on something that smells like, like it's perverted. You smell like you just had sex when you wear this perfume. Now I want it. It's insane. (laughs) I'll I'll give you a full spray down before you leave. If you care to smell like it. I kind of do. It's giving upper lip girl. Wait, that's fun and weird. It's super weird, but that's the type of thing where I'm just like, listen, it's $105. Sorry to be so like, economic pills or whatever, no, but, it's, but like, it's $105. Do I attribute that to something that is, has historical significance that does something really interesting? Yeah. Or do I attribute that towards something that like, I want to always smell like a warm fucking fresh baked Period. cupcake out of the oven with buttercream frosting. Yeah. I can have a thousand perfumes in my collection that smell like strawberries and cream. And I know that I will enjoy every single one of them and wear them. Yeah. Where do the funds go? Well, okay. This is a great, thank you. This is setting up a really great proposition. Okay. I feel like if I'm being honest, if I look at my collection I really do vary it up a lot and I do like bounce around between scents 
for every day. Um, and it like, again, I'm like, that's why I wanted to have a fairly extensive selection mm-hmm. to pick from mm-hmm. because every day is a winding road. Of course. In the words well, of, we're both like, listen, I'm not going to say everyone is bipolar. Like yeah. everyone is manic depressive, but certainly emotions yeah. be changing. Yeah. <laughs> they do be yo-yoing in quite the way. I feel like for me, like, I just want to be able to have, you know, like my days where I feel like I wake up and I'm like, ugh, I feel like shit. Yeah. just want to fucking like spray something on that makes me feel a little less like shit. Or, or that, more. Like, or more. <laughs> it's a, that's the thing. Even that kind of day could go in two different directions. Yeah. There are the days where I'm like, I want to be little and sweet and, and like, you know, I want a man to fucking like rip my skin off. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's all kinds of things. Uh, there's some days where I'm like, I want to be clean. There's some days where I'm like, I want to be professional. Right. I want to be kind of like a little mask. I want to be like a little. And you can feel just as con- either of us swaggering can fe- confidence. Yes. You know? And either of us can feel just as confident wearing acro ink and s- smelling literally like a tanker spilled mm-hmm. in the Atlantic. Yeah. Or smelling, again, like a fresh-baked snickerdoodle. Yeah, or a bed of roses or whatever. Exactly. I like I like to be able to have my range. The so wardrobe. That I, the wardrobe. I mean, that's literally how I feel about clothes. I'm like, if I just had like five... I'm not ever going to be the person that just has like five things and just like my uniform, you know? Girl, I had a take yesterday speaking about perfume and mm-hmm. clothes. It came to me. I was like, I cannot wait to share this with Chloe. Oh, my God. We have been told by many people, uh-huh. and our listeners have heard, Sam Rosen said it on pod, you and I wear a lot of fucking perfume. Yeah. 20 sprays, I think, is pretty typical for us. Yeah. We go out with 20 sprays. Sam said, I know both of you wear a lot of perfume. I've never thought that you're wearing too much. Okay, love that. And I haven't gotten that complaint before, that I've no. been wearing too much perfume. Well, and also, I always find when I go out and I smell someone else more strongly than me, I'm always like, what, I guess I didn't do enough. What the fuck did you do? <laughs> well, I'm also, like, I'm also like, damn, I like under uh, undershot. Here's my question. Uh-huh. Is it possible that we are wearing too much? However, uh-huh. that perfume, like clothing, mm-hmm. if you wear with confidence... You can wear whatever you want and how much of it as you want. Period. Literally, you are so fucking spot on with that. And not only that, I had the exact same, a a very similar thought this morning about makeup. I get so many cis women who say to me in this like patronizing way, I have for the whole time I've been, you know, like doing my makeup. They're like, oh my God, you do your make Like you're so good at makeup. Da, da, da. Like you should do my makeup. Like, oh, I don't think I could ever pull off of this or this. And it's like, bitch, the only reason why I am able to pull off quote unquote, the things I do is because I approach it with confidence. That's and it. I'm like, I go in with the belief that I can do that. That's it. And like, I have, I treat it like, it's like, it's exciting to me to play with like color palettes and like do things that, like, I'm not afraid of fucking color. Yeah. And and so many cis women when it comes to makeup are like literally terrified of color. 
babe, and people are so scared of perfume. Yes. And that we, I was talking about this. It was in the same conversation yesterday. I was talking with my friend David. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were talking about like art people. Yeah. And when you go to an art opening, you don't smell a lot of perfume. No. Which is such a shame because obviously you see looks, girl. Exactly. Listen, there's different kinds of art openings. If you go to like a Gagosian opening, you'll smell a lot of rich lady perfume, of course. Right. But if you go to one of our fucking rinky dink. Yeah. (laughs) Tattered rags. (laughs) Yeah. No one's wearing anything. And these are supposed to be people who are like, bold and like moving culture forward it's thought leaders thought leaders but oh you're too afraid to wear patchouli because you think it's too strong it's just crazy it's like i if i could do anything in this world it would be to encourage people to not be fucking afraid of any like clothing choices makeup choices perfume choices yes like it's not going to fucking kill you. No. None of those. And like, there are days where I put on a perfume and I'm like, I fucking hate this. I smell like, Me too. I don't smell like I want to smell. Me too. There are days where I put on a makeup, I try a makeup thing and I'm like, that really didn't fucking work. Yeah. Oops. And then there are days where I like wear an outfit that like, I'm like, this feels weird. This doesn't feel like how I want to look. And all of that is fucking fine. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you're like, just sit in that discomfort a little bit and then you're like, good to go. Yeah, there's a little expression. It's, life goes on. Yeah. It's not going to kill. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, to quote Miss Kelly Clarkson. Absolutely true. And girl, I think that this is really, I think fundamentally, we're going to talk about regrets today, but fundamentally we feel the same way, which is no regrets. Exactly. Literally ever. Yeah. You know, obviously don't go and blow your money. Don't go and spend $600 on a bottle of perfume if you can't afford it. Yeah, that's a regret. Don't go into credit card debt to buy fragrances. Yeah. However, it always might come back around. It's something that you can maybe resell. Totally. Give to a friend. I don't think that you can really make a bad choice. And sometimes, babe, you know when you go to the perfume store Uh and you see people debating a fragrance? Yeah. Don't think so hard. No. You brain like, off. Brain off. Lobotomy vibes. Swipe, swipe, yeah. swipe, <laughs> swipe, swipe. Well, what you were just saying about things coming back around, yeah. I actually have an anecdote that relates to the piano teacher thing that I was talking about earlier. So Any excuse to bring it back. Literally any excuse. <laughs> but, you know, after watching that, I was like, damn, I want to like change up my whole wardrobe and just start dressing like this bitch. I had literally just this, like the weekend before done a deep like cleanse of my closet and like put a bunch of shit into bags that I was going to like take to Squaresville or whatever. And I was like, as <laughs> the circle of life, it begins at Squaresville and, and it ends <laughs> at Squaresville. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the things were purchased from Squaresville. So I took this one dress out that I specifically was like, wow, I haven't worn this in years. Like I think the last time I wore it was in like 2017 or something. And it's just been sitting in the back of my closet. Like, I like it, but it's just so not like what I usually wear. I had put it aside in the bag and I was like, well, you know, RIP. Literally, now that my like whole perspective on my wardrobe has shifted into piano teacher land, I was like, wait, you know what dress would actually be perfect? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, and ding. And I dug her out of that bag and wore her this week. It was Jurassic Park. You excavated her. <sighs> 
And that's like kind of how it goes, which is why I have such a hard time throwing any clothes out because, or getting rid of any clothes because I always have these moments where I'm like, damn, that thing I wore once in 2015, I want it again. No, babe, but uh, thankfully you and I have the same philosophy about money, which is that it flows like a river in and out mm-hmm. and clothes will do the same. You can always purchase another knee high sock yeah. if those come back. Like the amount of, like, why do I have thigh highs from like, you know what I mean? From like yeah. a clueless era of dressing in my top drawer. I don't need those. Right. But uh, you never know. I can always go to ASOS or whatever right. if I need to re up. Right. It's just like. I mean, yeah, like I think about, I have like re- regrets about like getting rid of clothes all the time, but I also do know that like things do cycle yeah. back through. Like I had this Cousteau Barcelona shirt that I had in like 2015 or something. And then like when I moved to LA, I got rid of it for whatever reason. And then when I was in my major Cousteau Barcelona like stage last year or two years ago, I was like, fuck that shirt was like the shirt. And I was seeing it on Depop for like a hundred something dollars. And I'm like, I got that shirt for $7 mm. at the fucking like, you know, Goodwill in Philly. I have a question about fashion that I want to ask you, but I'm going to spray you first because mm-hmm. I want to start talking about perfume. Let's do but, it. Um, it's an important question. So just keep it. Yeah. Well, babe, so, um, why don't we just refresh our memory on uh, how this little process works? I'm calling Sagafra because that <laughs> acting. I was like, oh my god, wait, Chloe has yeah. a question for me. Like, let me. She's gonna ask me something. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, we're on strike, so <laughs> I gotta not do so much acting. Um. Okay, we are going to spray each other with um mm-hmm. perfume. Yeah, and it's a blind smell test. Period. With and we rate the perfumes on five categories. Interesting. The five categories are longevity. Uh-huh. Initial spritz. Dry down. Bottle design. And name. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. 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 Okay. And that's what we do. Um, so I, you're going to spray me? I'm dying to go first. Uh, please. I'm, I'll close my eyes. Closey, close. I will extend the wrist. Hmm. I don't know if I've had you smell this before. I think okay. I actually have, but it's fine. Can I open? Of course. <laughs> of course. Ooh. Well, that's beautiful vanilla. Immediately. <clears throat> get, get your nose back in there. Sorry to interrupt you. It's because there's something else, right? Oh, there is something else. The first initial whiff was just like a blast of like buttery vanilla. Mm-hmm. But the butter. The butter has is changing. taken over. <laughs> you know, this actually does smell a little bit like commodities milk, like I was talking about. I don't get lactonic as much. Well, no, but what, what's going on with that one mm. to me, that one is weirdly very nutty. Mm. And this is yeah. This has an almond thing. This is nutty, but it's like not even almond. It's like it's like nut, <laughs> like peanut. No, I get sponge cake, which it's not supposed to be. And when I tell you what it is, you're gonna be like, I don't like it. It's like giving like peanut to me. Fascinating, but like butter and peanut butter. <laughs> It's, but it's not it's not peanut because peanut has a very specific. 
It's giving like 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 a bowl of mixed nuts. Fascinating. Don't you get that? Like a little bit. Like I there's would get there's like, that, that that like that like hearty earthy nutty thing. If there's a nut, it's like a sugared almond. I don't get like a um a savory thing. Mm, I do. I feel like it's really savory. But it's it's obviously sweet too. Like it's no, we agree it's outrageously sweet. Yeah. The 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 initial the the initial was just like a warm blast of buttery vanilla. I, we can agree on that. Yeah, girl, girl, <laughs> is the Pope Catholic? Yeah, does the Pope shit in the woods? <laughs> um, beyond that, would you wear this? Hell yes, mm-hmm. hell yes. Mm-hmm. I mean. Again, I've been in my vanilla era, which I think is ending. And now I'm... Don't say it. Chloe, say it. Ain't so. <laughs> it's not that it's ending as in I, I'm like now disliking vanilla. I'm just like onto something else. Can I tell you... Well, can I tell you something about you and you can just disagree and debunk? Yeah, sure. That's fine. You're a stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're in your vanilla era. I don't think it's all about vanilla for you, Chloe. No. What I do you think it is? I think that you are... A fluffy, wuffy mm-hmm. marshmallow girl. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, marshmallow is what started me on the journey. Vanilla to me is so warm and like to me in my mind, it skews like spiced and, yeah. it, you know, it doesn't have to, but it, it just like goes in like a warmer, more syrupy totally. direction. Marshmallow is fun, flirty, mm-hmm. youthful, fluffy, yeah, fluffacious. Yeah, that just seems like that's more your style. To me. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. I think now the directions and the notes that I'm interested in exploring mm. are mm. fig and jasmine. So definitely diverging, diverging from where I've been. Fig, I struggle because of um, Santal and all of the Santal universe. Mm. Well, part of what has made me like fig centric is I had a realization recently that I think, and this is like, this makes me feel like such a basic bitch, but I'm like, I think the perfume that smells absolutely the best on me mm-hmm. and that I enjoy, I, like the most consistently enjoy is Te Matcha by Lil Labo. Mm. Like when I put that on myself, I cannot get enough of how I smell. Fig is nice because it is both fresh and sweet. There, There's a creamy fig quality in Te Matcha. Yeah. Have you tried Gris Charnel yet? Yes, which I also like. But we, but like, so here's the thing about Temacha. Here's the thing about mm-hmm. Santal, Gris Charnel, Bois de Balancourt. Mm-hmm. Yes, beautiful fragrances. Why are, why do we struggle so much with just fucking wearing things that are pretty? Those are all nice. Yeah. Why can't we just say, I love Gris Charnel. It's, it's nice. Great. I, yeah. I, I can't bring myself to be like, 
it is such a crowd pleaser. Mm -hmm. I know everyone will like it. Yeah. But I can't bring myself truly to recommend it. Yeah. Because I just feel like, well, everyone's going to like it. It's like, it's too easy or something. I mean, girl, I feel you. I have so many days where I'm like, how am I a fragrance influencer of any scale when I'm this basic? But no, no, no. I am not basic. I have a wide palette of interests, fragrantically. So I, I don't know. I feel like it's like, it, I get the same concern and like dawning horror that I'm going to be like, you know, just sticking with something easy. Yeah. I don't want to be on easy mode. No. I want to no, be on exactly, exactly. We're you know? this is an AP class. This isn't fucking exactly. fundamentals. And this is the thing with any art form. Like, I've been a like a real lover of like so many different like creative art forms. And you know, like I am a practitioner of many and just appreciator of lots of others. And like, this is the thing when you're someone who like has a deep relationship with an engagement with like an art form at a certain point you are ready to move past the 101 you know but i also yes of course and yes however let us not forget what brought us here of course i wasn't roped in to perfume by smelling ink yeah by acro or Coven by or Andrea like that Mack taint or, fragrance. or the taint fragrance. I, I, I love all those fragrances, but that's because I had this base of like this middle school love for lychee and white chocolate. Of course. And so, but, the, but that's like what I'm saying in that all of these things are like, you are building upon yeah. your initial appreciation and knowledge, but like, it doesn't mean that you like, I definitely feel like I like more to be challenged more in every art form the more I get into it just because it's like, well, I've done that already. So Mm -hmm. like I would like additional further levels of challenge Mm -hmm. and like to be confronted by new things. But it doesn't mean that I dislike or have less of appreciation of those original things that drew me in. Yeah. Yeah. I might have more of a deep like appreciation of them actually yeah. because it's like oh now that I know technically the sort of the details of how this painter achieved that process now I actually understand my appreciation for it in a different light so it's like oh wow like they prepped the surface in this really complex way that like I wouldn't have known just by looking at it as someone who do, didn't study painting you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like the deeper you go it doesn't mean that you lose the appreciation for the stuff that initially drew you to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we have to rate this and we have to smell yours. Yeah. So initial, I mean, I love it. I think it's like really up my recent <laughs> alley of just like warm, sweet vanilla, like eight, eight to F babe. I'm going to give it, a minus for initial. Thank you, girl. So this is my regret, by the way. We're on Crazy. topic. We're on topic. <laughs> I love that. So, okay. So initial is A minus. What, what is it for you? It's... This, the initial 
did two things. Mm-hmm. When we first sprayed, it was so vanilla. Yeah. But then it goes into something that's like, it goes donut. Yeah. So the donut, oh let's God, call the, the donut. let's call the donut the initial. Uh huh. Because the the vanilla is just like the wet spray. Yeah, and that so, wet spray is fun. It's really fun, but it's very straightforward. Like, but the donut, I still give it a minus. I like that. I give the. I want to smell like a donut. God, it's so. I want to be licked by Ariana Grande before she says I hate America. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Is it the Ariana Grande donut? I give it an A minus two, I guess. I want to tell the story about this perfume. So A minus for an initial dry down. It doesn't change that much. You kind of lose the fried food thing and it just goes more warm vanilla. I'm still getting kind of a fried food thing, which I actually really like. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with an A minus. Let's A minus is across the board for initial and dry down for initial and dry down. Um, The, Longev? Longev is, I mean, you can imagine, it has the warm vanilla thing, so yeah. it's like firmly rooted in like a B category yeah. for Longev. Um, this fragrance Yeah, what's the tea with this? Gato Carnival okay. by Kais. I suspected this was a Kais. Okay, yeah. It has a Kais signature. It it feels... I was like, this is a psychic... This is a play cousin yeah. of um, the... Of We Plus? We more Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is a play cousin. It's a, it's a full play cousin. Terry, we love her. Mm-hmm. One of the all-time greats with Gourmands. Yeah. The funnest bottles in the game, according to me. According to Maddie, specifically. Chloe has different opinions, or maybe she doesn't. Let's look this one up, actually, so you can see what the bottle looks like. I I know I have um, smelled this one before. I think that I... So one of the last times I was in Scent Bar, Mm. I did a full lineup of Kais. I think this one is not... Is this the funnel cake one? This is the funnel cake yes. one. Oh, it's Gato de Carnival. Excuse me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, you're going to ask me, Chloe, I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, why is this a little tiny decant, bitch? Yeah, why? Why is this a sample and not an FB? We're talking about regrets. We're talking about things we purchased that we uh-huh. regret purchasing. Uh-huh. I, from the Kais website, yeah. purchased three full bl- bottles blind. Oh! I had never smelled in my life Wee Plus. Uh huh. I had never smelled Gato de Carnival. Mm-hmm. And I had never smelled Co. No, that's not true. Two blinds and then Coco Vanille, which I had smelled at some bar. Yeah. So she was having a sale. It was like her winter sale and it was 20% off. So I was like, let me buy a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Gato de Carnival was in my cart, hit purchase. Started going through Fragrantica and the reviews for this were very mixed. Mm -hmm. And some people were just like, bitch, it smells like fried food. Like it does smell like fried food. Do we want to smell like fried food? So I, I'm a, I'm a huge fried food enthusiast. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, 
I emailed Terry and said, girl, I think I did something bad. Like, can you amend my order? I made a whoopsie. I made a whoopsie. Can you amend my order and leave out Gato de Carnival? She was like, girl, I got you. And let me put a sample in the mail for you. Gratis. Oh, I am obsessed with this woman. She's so fucking sweet. So I love that. It came. I can you believe that we plus was a blind buy and it's so delicious. It's incredible. So that I felt like, like that haul, I was like, girl, you nailed it because Gato de Carnaval. I was like, it's a little bit too strange Yeah. in retrospect. Uh-huh. So it's a two way for Gert. For Gert. The, fir- <laughs> the first for Gert yeah. is okay. I'm, I like regretted purchasing it. I was able to rectify, Yeah. but now I regret not, not purchasing it. <laughs> I wish I had the full bottle because I actually purchased her pistachio fragrance, yeah. which I think is so beautiful. That was next on my list. I love it. We're, we'll do a spray before you leave. You're going to yeah. be wearing half Comme des Garçons yeah. and a half the pistachio, which is going to be so amazing. I am very okay with that. Let's layer you up. Girl. Yeah. Um, but the pistachio, while absolutely beautiful, the dry down on me doesn't quite work. Uh-huh. So... The gateau, I think the dry down is actually really pretty. So this is what we were talking about. Like, okay, maybe let's not be super negative. Let's talk about something we kind of no, like, yeah. actually. This is one where I think is a beautiful example of what goes around comes around. Period. It's like that. This is like that, that dress I wore earlier this week where I put it aside yes. and then you reach back in the bin and pull it back out when it's the right time. Well, and you can see it's tiny. This is probably like a little, whatever, like a three ML and, but it's gone. Have you, yeah. Have you been wearing it? I love it. Yeah. I wear like the little bit that I can eke out about. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really lovely. I, did I ever tell you my funnel cake story? (laughs) Wait. Okay. Tell me that, but rate this bottle because Chloe, it's undeniable. The bottle? It's undeniable. Look at me. Look at this. Look at it get big like that. Maddie is I'm zooming in on the computer. Until <laughs> it fills the screen. Um, Describe it, please. So it's a sticker and it's a close up of like a pile of. It, I, I, Chloe, is, is say that, what, it's a funnel cake for God's is sake. It's not cake? a pile. It's a bit. It looks like very. Why does it look more like a pile? <laughs> than a funnel cake. <laughs> I mean, it's a funnel cake. I've never seen one that looks like that, but we love. A funnel cake is famously like, been in like a pile. A, a, a glop of frosting with sprinkles on top with like cherries. I've never seen no funnel cake like that. It's a funnel cake that does something <laughs> naughty. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were made different. They were built different. It's a funnel cake Sunday. Yeah. And then it says Gata de Carnival in a very fun font. Whirly swirly. Yeah. It's giving um, Jokerman. So it's sort of, I mean, do you, have you ever been to Knott's Berry Farm? This is a great question. No, I haven't. Oh, we have to go. We should go. Not, not scary farm no, no, though. No, 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 Too no, scary. No. Too scary for me. <laughs> but let's go after the ghosts. Yeah, after the ghouls <laughs> have left the building. I'm ready for that. But is this giving you, you've had funnel cake in your life. I have. Is well, it, I can tell my funnel oh, cake Oh yeah, your story. story. Your story. So I went to Six Flags or something with my school, like on a school trip when I was in like middle school or something. And I got funnel cake and you know how it's like two layers of it? No. So it's like, there's like a funnel cake. There's like the bottom layer of funnel cake. 
they put powdered sugar and then they have another layer of funnel cake. Oh, so you got a, you got a double decker. (sighs) In between the two layers in the powdered sugar, the powdered sugar was full of flies, dead flies. (laughs) (laughs) those weren't sprinkles no 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 i was like oh what's that oh oh and that that is so sinister so horror movie that's so stephen king yeah and i've never eaten funnel cake again (laughs) that's literally like from the movie it i know i know and it was like yeah because it was like clearly like oh it's so disgusting the flies had like crawled into the powdered sugar and died in the powder. Like they were like, were smothered by powdered sugar. It was so disgusting. <laughs> and there were so many of them. It was That's how I'd like to go. <laughs> and I didn't sue. And I now regret that. That's my regret. <laughs> I could have been a millionaire. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm giving the bottle an A plus. It goes without saying, obviously. let's give it just a cursory A plus for you. Sure. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Let's move it along. Gato de Carnival, though, is great. It's an A. It's very, like, period. Perfect. Ah, Just, like, hits the nail on the head. And I love that the main accords are just sweet vanilla. (laughs) We're like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the fragrance notes. And I think that this is actually very well put. There are four notes in this fragrance. (laughs) And the the diversity is astounding. Cupcake. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Brown sugar. Vanilla. An apricot, which I agree there is a little fruity thing underneath. Yeah, apricot is, yeah. I don't know if it's apricot. Eh. It's, it, eh, I think something. It's, it's broadly fruit. Eh, it's something. I, but there's a brightness. It's not like yeah, a yeah, heavy, yeah. sticky. I completely agree. I love cupcake as a note. Tara, you've done it again. I mean, oh, it man. is very like, there's clearly like a baked good and there is to me very clearly a fried good do you think that fried wh- died and laid to the side so do you think what you were picking up on babe with the the nut no yeah because those fried. those are fried nuts mixed nuts did you know that girl yeah you know what it smells like it's, <laughs> Wait, it, but you knew they were fr- like when they say honey roasted those are fried yeah they're deep fried well period so watch your calories i, I feel like it's this has a whiff of like that smell in New York where you have the carts of nuts. Oh my god, yummy! You that know, like burnt sugar yes. on the street. That smell is like among my favorite, just like smells in the wild. It's intoxicating. It's so fucking good, delicious. So this actually smells quite a bit like that. So if you like that smell, like you know, if you've ever been to New York and you're like walking around like on some corner in Manhattan, mm. there's like always like a like nut vendor <laughs> and then it you you get a whiff of this smell it's almost identical to this it's crazy i agree i think it's very similar though what i think is so beautiful about the nuts on the street it's just almost burnt yeah it's so caramelized but this is like this could easily be i i i can make a strong argument for this being exactly the same this feels lighter in color to me, but now we're wordsmithing these yeah. semantic arguments. The, the, the burnt nation does feel sort of present in the mix. Chloe's skin kind of toasted this a little bit. Yeah. She's <laughs> got a little overcooked. I'm so hot. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Share with me. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it's my turn. It's your turn. Oh my God. It's my turn to share with the class. 
All right, close your little peeps. Okay. And babe, I'm glad that you loved that one. That brings me so much joy. Yeah, it's 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 lovely. I do think that there are uh, like other Kais scents that I like that I'm like more sure. that are on my list. Sure. But this one is gorge. So okay. Spritzy spritzy. Okay, open up. What the heck? What the hey? So what do you think about this? So wet on the skin, mm-hmm. it has like a mentholated eucalyptus-y yeah. cold camphorous thing. I was going to say, so it's cold. Mm-hmm. It's ice cold. Mm-hmm. But anything else coming up from within? She warms up to medicinal herbs, mm-hmm. acupuncture, Anything else? She's giving ointment to me. You don't get anything sweet in there? Sweet floral? I can see that she's peeking through the clouds, but I don't think that it's gotten to that point in the dry down. Yeah. Let's let's wait on it a little bit. Okay. The Anish. And she's creaming. She's cre- she's she's creaming she's out. She's creaming out. You know, like she's creaming around the edges. Uh-huh. Oh, we love that. <laughs> Naste. I mean, we've we frequently reference the phenomenon born in the early 2000s of a cream to powder foundation yeah. formula. And I think that this is kind of Yeah. Because it goes liquid to cream to there is a powdery thing in here, which is funny yeah. for something that's so cold and has that little medicinal. It's almost like the coldness. Would you say it's almost metallic? No. Yes, absolutely. It's okay. So should I tell you the like experience that I had with this particular fragrance? Should we write the opening before? Because I don't want sure. it to be influenced by your... Because if you're just like, oh, it's Frederick Mall. It was no, $500. No, no. Yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, I love that. <laughs> like, now it gets an A+. Plus. Yeah. Um, I guess let's do some ratings before I get into it. Okay. But yeah, anything else coming up for you? Coming to the surface? Tell me what florals are in it. Babe, you tell me. I'm not getting floral. Babe, you tell me. <laughs> I'm not getting floral yet, girl. I'm going to make you work for it. <laughs> Penny. Um Oh, if there's floral, it's like Lily of the Valley. No. Fuck. <laughs> what's a oh flower? My God, rose? Yeah. I'm like, what's a flower that I like? A spicy lemony rose. Yeah. A savory rose. Mm-hmm. So rose is the correct flower. Ding 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 ding. Um Fascinating. Weird, no? No? No, no. I... Okay. The powder is starting to get a little nice, actually. It's starting yeah. to be just like a, a sort of... It's going towards expensive um, quote, and it's really pretty, and I'm using this as a descriptor, old lady yeah. soap dish. Uh-huh. Expensive rose soap. I, I know what you mean. Okay. But it's a beautifully composed fragrance. So what do you rate the Anish? 
The Anish threw me for a loop. Um, it's not my style at all. Yeah. Fuck, I always forget. Like, Chloe, let's just like, can we have a philosophical discussion for just like 30 seconds? Of course. Do you understand, because we can understand it differently. Do you understand these ratings as objectively? How do you rate the fragrance? Or do you understand them as indic- like influenced by your own personal taste? Very much subjective. To me. But that's so hard because you're such an appreciator of beautiful things. So even if you wouldn't wear something. I just feel like objectivity isn't possible. (laughs) We're not like verifiers of like. There's just no way for me to rate anything that's outside of my like range of sensory experience and like association. You know why I'm asking because this is the kind of fragrance that I really struggle with that I want to understand. It's- but I do try to rate things like in a more general way than just my like Yes. There is a subjective factor to my ratings that like definitely inflects all of them and I can't really like rate from outside of my prism of experience, but I do try to rate in a way that is like not just based on my own experience. Can I guess what this is? Yeah. Is this Tower Incense Rose? It's not. So this Tower has- Incense Rose, I would say, is like way more weird. Okay. In the, like an amazing Yes. Way. The reason why I lump it is because this has a very traditional powdery rose, altahitic, soapy thing mm-hmm. that I know like is beautiful. It smells good. It is pleasing to the nose, but it is challenging to me because I'm not like, I tell you this every day. I want to understand aldehydes. I want to be able to appreciate an aldehydic fragrance in the same way that I want to be able to appreciate a male duty-free cologne. Yeah. I want to be able to smell a, Sauvage or Chanel Bleu or whatever. Those are very like mainstream examples, but I want to be able to smell fragrances that are geared towards men uh-huh. and be able to smell past that first wall mm-hmm. of like artificial oak moss, just like strong man smell to appreciate what's behind it because totally. I struggle to smell anything past that. I feel exactly the same. So for this, I, I'm this is a very long winded way of saying it is difficult for me to rate. Yeah. I'm going to give it a tr- my true rating, which is a B minus just because, but that is due to my own ignorance. I just like, don't quite get it. I get that it's pretty, yeah. but like, I can't get there to like, enjoy it. I give it, I gotta be honest right now. My relationship with it is a C. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Girl, we like the same. Okay. Okay. Well, that could be it. We, I think we also share, we don't, I don't love every rose. You love most roses. What we share in the roses that we like is a fruity, juicy Mm -hmm. rose. And just to describe this fragrance, this is the far opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. But I will say it, I appreciate that it is doing something weird like it's like like it's like a rose that someone made out of like android flesh it it says do you know what i mean yes it says oh 
you want me to be pretty? Yeah. It's you tell it to smile on the street mm-hmm. and it says, bitch, no, I'm going to free the nipple instead. Yeah. I will not be a pretty rose for you. It's kind of like a Terminator rose. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay. What, yeah. But it's like, it's like a chicken Terminator. It's not going to be. No, no, no. But it's like, but it's like a female Terminator. Um, what's cause there is, cause to me, it's ex machina. It's ex machina. <laughs> it's the ex machina rose. It's very like there's the metallic is weird. The coldness is weird. The, but it's like not just metallic and cold. It's also like fake artificial skin, you know, you like, you don't think it's soapy and powdery, like too? a sort of, it is. But it's like on like a rubbery like like base of skin, of fake skin, <laughs> artificial. No, it's include fake skin. <laughs> yeah, but don't you get that though? Kind of like I'm going like to tell you why I don't get it. Prosthetic or something. I'm going to tell you why I don't get it because I cannot get past the aldehydic powdery thing. Yeah, I'm just like can't, I. I it's so hard for me to smell beyond that. Yeah. So then dry down, I don't think it really. I'm going to tell you something though, before we get to dry down, Mm. my own personal aroma is wafting right now. Uh I don't know. We closed every window in my apartment to record this with body. It's actually very sexy Mm. because it is. Yeah. Kind of. The, uh, it, it's like it balances well. exactly because it's a very clean smelling Clinical. rose. It's yeah. a yes, it's an anesthetized rose. Yeah, and that with a little bit of sweat gives it the totally the funk that it needs. So, I think dry down. I I can't really say. I mean, I guess so. I rated the initial a C. Uh, dry down maybe C plus because it does get more interesting when you mix it with body. I'm, I'm giving the dry down a C minus. Okay. Not because the dry down is worse than the opening because it, I tried girl in the opening. I tried to give it a chance. And yeah. I know that this is the type of thing where if I went to your place and I was like, oh, this is pretty and sprayed it all over myself and walked home. Yeah. I would, it would be a regret. See, this is a perfect transition to my actual story about this, which I have a friend who owns this. Okay. And I was smelling through their collection and this, and this was like before we went out, I was like, oh, a rose. It's a rose. I love rose. I'm curious about this. We got to Akbar after I was on the dance floor at Akbar. I was like, this is the best rose I've ever smelled in my life. I thought you were going to say, what stinks? No, (laughs) I was like, literally, I was like, this is the best rose I've ever smelled in my entire life. Were you on Molly? Babe. <laughs> I look back at that now and I'm like, what was going on with me? Those were the pineapple vodkas talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just like living, laughing, loving. I was making everyone else that we were out with smell me. And I was like, it smells so good. So ah! us girl thinking we're being so fascinating. Being <laughs> girl, don't I know it. But so then I, 
obviously immediately went home and ordered the FB. Of course. Because I was like, this is the best rose I've ever smelled. And you just had the best night of your life. It's so juicy. It's so fruity. It's so like full and like sweet and beautiful. And then brought the juicy fruit to the party. Yes. It was your natural skin. I guess so. It must have. Or because now it doesn't smell anything like that. Neither juicy nor fruity. And I don't get it. And I'm wondering if it is, did I get a weird batch? Is it just how this smells? Wait, what is it? I need to So, my reveal. It's Juliet has a gun. Hmm, And what's the name? Lady Vengeance. Lady Vengeance. Which, um, since this is a cinephile episode, that's also a movie. Oh, excuse me. We love... Do you have the original Juliet has a gun? No, but we've talked about that. And I think you liked it. We tried it together. Yeah. It smelled good on you. I have been all over the shop about okay. Juliet has a gun. Okay. I, 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 I've tried other samples of other ones before that I have been just like, huh? Was this designed with the original Juliet has a gun formulation? And then this is like a flanker that does that ambroxan thing, but then is flavored or is it just a completely new? I think it's a completely new. It doesn't smell like Julia has a gun. No, I think it's a completely new. I mean, they have a bunch of different like specific fragrances that are not. Oh, you're right. The, the original Julia has a gun that I'm thinking of. I think it's called not a perfume. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Totally. So this is totally different. I, I just don't know what to make of this. Yeah. It's like, again, I didn't want to come to this with like tons of negativity but it is a regret in that I'm like, there was some quality of that original like spritz experience of it that I had that I'm not getting in this now. And I'm like, what was that? But this, but is, this a, is also interesting. I was going to say, this is a great, so this is, I think, opens up the philosophical conversation that we started that I'm sure will be a through thread through every yeah. episode, which is what do these ratings really mean? Right. Because fundamentally, I think you and I agree that it's a really pretty perfume. Yeah. Is it full body, full bottle worthy? No, I mean, if it was this that I had initially smelled, and this was like the experience I was having of it, would I get an FB? Probably not. Where'd you buy it? If I may be so Amazon. So mm. that's part of why I'm like, did I get a weird batch? Mm. It also feels cold right now. So maybe you're <laughs> you're not supposed to put this in the fridge, girl. Damn. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, no, the but, bottle itself is pretty sexy. Yeah. So, do you want to rate the the bottle? You go first. So it's a black bottle. It has little sort of like um, vines all over it. In like a like the the vines are shiny, and the bottle itself is matte. But so that's like the only way that you can see them is when you tr- sort of turn it around. Um. Think it's not really my aesthetic. It's gonna be a B minus for me. Can I ask you a tough question? Huh? Name one thing you like about this bottle. I like that it's black. I like the color black. Name two. Girl. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be a C. You're, it's hard because the logo yeah. is a struggle. I like the like size and shape of it, kind of like. Oh wait, but babe, look closely. It's like um, 
on the vines, there's like guns and holsters and cowboy boots and stuff. I think that's stupid. Ooh, I don't like it. Um, so it's just really, okay. Again, it's just really not my aesthetic personally. So it's going to be a C minus. How's the Kaya bottle looking now, girl? <laughs> I guess not so yucky after all. Not. But so, um, and then the name Lady Vengeance, I like as a name. I actually really like the name too. Yeah. Juliet has a gun. I cannot say I like that name. Maybe we can come back though, because I think there's something about Julia has a gun. It's almost like come de garçon where you're just like, don't get it too weird, too long. Doesn't make sense. But now it's so much. Come a de part- garçon is chic though, but it is come de garçon chic or is it chic only because it's no, it's chic. It's you- French. God, when you're right, you're fucking right. Like I will say, yeah, I struggled with ever trying Juliet has a gun because of the name originally. Because I just do not like a name that is a sentence. Okay. (laughs) You're not wrong. I, uh, of course I agree completely, but it does belong in a era of perfume history. Of course. That is significant. For sure. One of the OG skin scents. For sure. Not a perfume. It's just like so 90s and goofy in Brooklyn and like, you know, so props. Props to your mama. I agree with you. It's challenging. Though I do predict that we will come around and maybe in like two years we're going to be like, oh, Juliet has a gun. How quaint. I will say, okay, the longer this lasts on me, I'm going to bump my... No, I'm going to keep it as a C plus, but it, it gets better. I agree. It gets better. And like, again, I don't want to discourage people from investigating this. I think it's really worth investigating. I'd really love to know what people think about it, especially other rose heads. Because for me, I'm still on the hunt for my perfect rose. Mm. I don't think I found it, TBH. No, but rose struck smells so good on you. I love rose struck. I love Lalabo rose. Mm-hmm. I love... Au Capital. I love, I love Au Capital. Honestly, like um, even the Boy Smells Rose that I have, Rose Load is nice. Why do you always say that? Rose Load. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> but like we love the scent. Um, so, okay. Choose your fighter. Should we look up the notes for this really quick? Yeah, let's do a quick. So what is it? I'm, I'm very curious as to like what it says it's giving. Top notes, lavender bergamot. Interesting. Lavender, I think, actually helps me figure it out more. <laughs> like, it helps to, like, contextualize what I'm smelling. Mm-hmm. Middle notes, Bulgarian rose, Moroccan rose, patchouli, isoe super, and geranium. And then the base notes are white musk and broxen and vanilla. I get the geranium and bergamot. It's kind of what takes rose, which I think can be really fun and flirty and sexy, and makes it a little bit too not fun. Yeah. It yeah. goes in sort of like a it, it's not, it doesn't smell like this, but the direction that it leans towards is an Aesop direction. Yeah. Which I'm just fine, like it's just a bore. Like with rose, you could be just like a juicy, flirty, yeah. velvety I gotta thing. I get my like perfect rose. I do think that maybe 
maybe 1969 by Histoire de Parfum oh, is yeah. my favorite rose. Really pretty. It is really gorgeous. Okay, so we need to have a rose off, and there's another topic that I have in mind that I want to talk about. We gotta do a rose off. We have to do a rose off. Um, but for right now, I think we may be at the end of our... Oh, we need to rate that, but we need to actually give a letter rating because we're too afraid to rate the bottle. I mean, I think I said C. I was the one in fear, and I have to. I have to actually move through. Yeah. move through that. Sit with your discomfort. Just sit in discomfort. Um, C minus. Yeah. Name. Lady Vengeance. I think is an A. That's a good, actually really good name to me. Lady Vengeance is. Especially because it's the name of a film. Yeah, and you are a cinephile and this week. <laughs> Classically, this week I'm a cinephile. Um, I, I'm giving Juliet has a gun an A, and I have like Mm-mm. a trend. Fa- I have a trend forecast Mm-mm. for you that in a year you and I are going to talk about Juliet has a gun. And you're going to say I love that name. I don't foresee that crystal ball. But, uh, yeah. I'm, Interesting. I'm calling the cut. Honestly, it was like. Um, when I was in like high school, I resisted listening to Cat Power for so long because I hated the name Cat Power, yeah. and I was like, it's "Fucking stupid!" It's and so then stupid. I and then the songs are good, and now the name's kind of good too. And now the name is good. Okay, you're right. Maybe I will like <laughs> Juliet has a gun, but I felt the same way about both of those. Where totally. I'm like, the name actually was like a barrier to entry for me. And we don't need to explain it, but it's in the exact same way. It's in the literal exact <laughs> same way. Period. Um, okay, well then on that note, should we say what we always say? I think so. Until next week. Smell, Smell you later. later.